Hi, this is Jake Lindbex with the Why I Don't Go to Church podcast. And we are a Christian organization that's trying to figure out why people aren't going to church uh, in the same numbers as they used to. So we're going to interview a number of people um, in a subjective way, analyze some of the data that comes in based on some of the answers and see if we can find some deeper correlations and even some ideas on how we can uh, drive more people to the church. So naturally, when I reach out to people and say, do you want to be part of this podcast? Uh, A lot of them don't want their moms listening in and hearing that uh, they haven't been going to church as much as they should be. So uh, you'll hear fake names, but I think the, the content is still really, really interesting. So without further ado, here's our next episode. Today we have Clifton Turner, who's going to join us on the Why I Don't Go to Church podcast. So Clifton, thanks for thanks for making the time to join us. We're excited. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to help. So I think we'll start with just a couple of quick questions. Uh, can you just share your age and um, what line of work you're in? I'm currently 31 years old, and I'm a attorney based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, specializing in criminal defense and personal injury. Awesome. And Clifton, can you can you share a little bit about just your church background, just how you were brought up? Um, were you brought up in a Christian home? Uh, could you just give us a little bit of your history there? Right. So I grew up in a Christian home, originally grew up in Bedford, Pennsylvania. It's a small town, sort of in uh, South Central Pennsylvania. Grew up with, you know, a father, a mother, and two brothers. We would go to church occasionally or regularly on Sunday at St. John's UCC, a smaller church in uh, Bedford, Pennsylvania. Would go there regularly. It's sort of old-fashioned, but, you know, for the most part, we were there weekly for attendance. And what what denomination uh, was St. John's? It's sort of uh, evangelical or Protestant. Got it. And, you know, I, growing up with your family, it sounds like you guys went every Sunday. Um, what about, you know, kind of when you got more off on your own um, during college and then after college? During college, I didn't necessarily go to church on Sundays, but throughout my undergrad, they offered opportunities for a Monday night uh, group. So that Monday night group kind of uh, kept me grounded, kept me going into church as far as offering, you know, an hour or two on Monday nights to sing some praise and worship, hear some different talks, as well as uh, divest in some scripture. And so college, it sounds like you were part of a uh, maybe a, a group of people, a Bible study, a Christian fellowship. Um, then after college, uh what did you do after college? I know you're a lawyer now, and I'm, you know, I, I know you went to went to law school because I, I know you. Um, but through law school and then after law school, um, what has your church attendance been like since? So unfortunately, after college, it sort of uh, dipped down. And you know, every time I'm back home in Bedford, I for the most part get to church with my parents. You know, sort of as a family activity, uh, someone to go with, kind of be accountable. However, in law school, you know, I sort of fell off, uh, tried a couple of Bible studies here and there, you know, schedule wise, just didn't work out. Um, as far as going in Pittsburgh, you know, have been doing very well going on Sundays out this way. 
But when I'm back home in Bedford, you know, more accountable with family, I do tend to go. So how often would you say back in Pittsburgh when you're not with family that you currently attend? And this it's not meant to be judgmental, but more to we're, we're trying to get a study together here. Uh, just specifically the Pittsburgh, maybe two times a year, although I do try to spend some time while I'm driving. I do a lot of driving for work. So when I am driving, I do happen a lot to listen to Caleb Radio, a Christian radio station, and also Joel Osteen. So, I mean, I'm assuming based on those things that, I mean, do you still consider yourself a Christian, even though you're not attending church maybe as much as you used to? Is it still a big part of your life? Yes, for sure. And do you see, so, I mean, I guess I'll ask that later, but what, what would you say is the contributing factor to your attendance going down, you know, whether it's from when you were just going with your family or even in, in college where it sounded like you were um, pretty involved with the group? I'd say for the most part, you know, it's having a group setting or feeling accountable, whether that's being back home, having family attend or in college or even a little bit in law school, you know, having a friend or some group that keeps you accountable and there's a set date and time that you know you're going to show up or you give your someone someone's word to show up here. You know, as a young professional, I think part of it is the fact that I am still single. You know, I don't have a significant other to attend event events with, attend church with. It's sort of not a great excuse, but also, to, you know, at this stage, you know, 31 and single, you know, a lot of my friends now have kids. They are married and you know, with their wives and their kids, they attend as a family and church is directly related to them for events. You know, a single 31 year old, um, it's sort of hard to get to church, you know, by myself. It's not a great excuse. But as far as being accountable with someone else, I don't really have that in my life right now. You know, it would be nice to obviously have a significant other to attend events with. But at this point, I'm kind of out on my own, um, you know, at my you know, work alone, you know, alone at my house and really have that accountability or someone to motivate me to get to church. So if let's say that you, let's say that you had a roommate or lived with, you know, three other guys and all three of those guys were, you know, saying, Hey, Clifton, we, we really need to go to church this week. This is really important to all of us. Do you think that would change your attendance? Cause it, um, just, just having people that, you know, make it a priority to go? 100%, I believe that would happen if I had, you know, roommates, you know, a girlfriend, a wife, or even family out this way that's going weekly and invited me, or, you know, I actually looked into that to someone to hold myself accountable. I would liken it to, you know, a workout partner at the gym. You know, I believe statistics would show that if you work out by yourself, your numbers aren't as high as if you work out with a trainer or a friend, because if you give them their word, you hold yourself accountable and you have to be there, you know, at the gym at 630 or 730 to work out. Yeah, I, I can I can attest. I have the bad uh, dad bod right now. <laughs> I think everyone can, can see that. I just I, I think the accountability and the having someone to go with is, is certainly important. So, I, I mean, I think I know the answer to this question, but do, do you see it changing? Do you see your habits changing once once you do get married and, and start a family? 
I hope so. You know, it is, you know, as a single 31 year old, you can have some fun, you know, not much responsibility, but on the reverse end, you know, I see the friends, you know, see the family members who get married, who settle down who start their life. And I do want that someday, you know, I don't know who, who you talk to who says, you know, they don't want to meet their significant other, obviously to find their best friend to spend, you know, all their, you know, pretty much waking hours happy with. So I would, I do believe uh, that would be, you know, one of the factors as far as finding a significant other that they are invested in their Christianity, they're invested in their work, you know, invested in being a good person and a working professional, but on weekends to hold each other accountable to get to a Bible study or get to church and be involved with the church. So I guess along those lines, um, just, I guess, as far as, um, you know, ha having someone to go, I guess it's not really along those lines, but do you, you know, if let's say you were a consultant with the church, they brought you in and said, hey, Clifton, we're struggling with our attendance. We, you know, we, we just haven't seen as many people fill the seats as there used to be. Like, what should we do to reach out to, you know, not even not even people that are, you know, questionable believers or new to their faith, but people like you that, you know, you're, you're listening to podcasts and your faith is important to you. What, what can churches do a better job to get someone like you to attend, if anything? I feel part of it is just the day and age that we live in. You know, everyone's so technologically advanced. They want it on their smartphones, their iPads and their computers. And churches have to curtail, curtail you know, their speeches and their sermons to provide for the individual who wants to watch it on a podcast in his pajamas at home. There's no doubt that's a contributing factor. But to get people back inside church, you know, I think it just takes it all hands on effort to do the marketing. And a lot of it is just being a church member to go out and invite your friends. You know, that would probably be the biggest thing for me if I had someone ask me and state, hey, you know, why don't you come to Bible study with me weekly or church weekly? If I give some of my word, I would hold myself accountable. I'm sure a lot of churches do single events. You know, perhaps I should look out for singles events at churches, uh, you know, Bible studies and or, you know, contemporary services. As far as I mean, I know accountability, it sounds like is a big reason why you would want to have someone else. Um, going to church with you or making it a weekly priority with you. But what, what makes it hard to go to church by yourself, you know, without that other person? Is it just intimidating to go and try a new church by yourself? Is it, um, you know, you just, you just want to sleep in on Sundays. I mean, what, what are the, what are the reasons that, that you think it is hard to go alone? Yeah. I'd say it's a combination at this juncture, you know, a single 31 year old this past year, I did a lot of traveling, not for work, but had a lot of weddings that kept me out of town, a lot of bachelor parties where I wouldn't even be available to really go to church in Pittsburgh. So that's part of it. The fact that, you know, I travel a lot weekend wise, also coupled with a little bit of intimidation, you know, a single individual not really want to motivate myself to go to foreign territory. You know, churches are very welcoming, but to drag myself, you know, out of bed early on a Sunday, sometimes in cold Pittsburgh weather, it would be nice to have yeah. someone else to go with, to feel that comfort with, and, you know, sit beside as compared to 
feeling like, you know, a solo stranger in the back of the church. So do you, I mean, you, you brought up today's generation and wanting to watch things at a podcast or in their PJs. Do you get the sense that the church does a good job of explaining why it's important to be there with other people in, in real life? Or, or do you get the sense that you know, they're happy if you watch it on any, any medium? I would say it cuts both ways, you know, as iron sharpens iron, so too does one man sharpen another man. You should be getting into church to learn from their experiences. The praise and worship aspect is there as well. You know, when two people come together, you know, you're going to have the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus in a room while you're doing your praise and worship. There's no doubt people should be getting to church to keep up as well with, you know, their tithing, you know, the the church does a lot of great things, obviously, Christianity, uh, eternal life, salvation. We should be getting to church to not only tithe and give back to the church to keep it sustainable and keep it everlasting to sharpen each other as well. However, you know, in today's day and age, the church is doing what uh, people do. They adjust their times and they're keeping it accountable with different applications as well as podcasts to just get the message out there to try to change one believer at a time. Um, so, you know, as a 31-year-old young professional, when you look out at, because um, I'm also a 31-year-old young professional, do you see people in other people similar to you in our generation that, you know, are, are Christians but just just aren't going to church? I mean, is it pretty pretty widespread? It seems that way, just talking to some different friends, young professionals or relatives. You know, I'd say for the majority of people I know, they are Christians. They've attended church in their past. They are saved. But due to various reasons, they just haven't been attending as they would with their family. Or whether that be due to traveling, due to working, due to being busy, or just, you know, not getting up. In the morning and do you so i mean along those i mean you may have already answered it but those young professionals what what are the primary reasons you would say that they that they don't go it probably has the same sentiment of what i've been talking about you know traveling you know younger couples whether they're traveling, visiting family, traveling for weddings, going to bachelor parties, or just doing different events on Sundays that somehow seem to trump church. That's the majority of the reason. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, some churches do a great job of curtailing their messages or their activities for young couples. Perhaps if there was an avenue to get young couples involved, you know, to the nth degree, that would help. So obviously, um, you know, as I, I'm doing this podcast to try to figure out how to get people back to church. So I'm, I'm obviously a big advocate for it, even though, you know, we, we obviously don't make it every week when life happens with, with the kids. But um, are there, I'm also interested in the intersection of Christianity and technology. Are there, you know, during the week between Monday and Saturday, are there you know, do, do you use any types of technology um, in order to, you know, 
keep up with your with your Christianity? In order to keep myself most grounded, I travel a lot for work, traveling from different counties and different magistrates to cover hearings and different trials. And while I'm traveling throughout the week, I try to listen to Caleb Christian Radio that helps me keep grounded, as well as listening to different sermons by Joel Osteen. So I try to get fed that way via the radio, radio music, as well as, well as radio sermons to keep up with my faith and, you know, just keep developing myself as a Christian. Well, I think that sounds great. Um, and th- those were really all the questions that I had. Do you have any final, final thoughts or anything that you wanted to get out there that maybe I didn't ask? Well, I will say, you know, churches are always very accommodating. Once you step in the door, they do have greeters. And, you know, these big mega churches have so many programs that are out there. It's just a matter of getting this mentality changed for, you know, young professionals, people just leaving college that, you know, try out new churches, you know, get, have a spice for life, try different things, see what you like. And you know, there's no doubt if young professionals feel accountable, they will find a church that they like, they love, and they want to uh, develop in. Yeah, no, I, I think you're onto something with the whole community feel. Um, I know that, you know, we're not using your real name, but we did go to college together and we did attend church. And I know that it is easier when you have a friend that's going and, you know, you don't want to let each other down. And I think that, you know, even in, in marriage right now, I know that my wife and I, maybe one of us, something's going crazy in the morning and we may say, oh, I don't, I don't know if we should go today. Like the, the kids are sick, but then if someone does step up and say, no, like, this is really important. We have to go. It does does make it easier. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I think I'll hear a lot that the community feel. And if we had someone to go with um, that, you know, our, our attendance would certainly be up. So I think it's I think it's certainly something to study and figure out how can churches do it a better job of, you know, reaching out in the community, maybe bringing in groups of people so that um, they're accountable, like you said. Right. And I think for me personally, you know, if I did have a girlfriend or a wife, I would feel more accountable for each other to get to church weekly. Clifton, I, I really appreciate the time and uh, looking forward to to seeing you. And uh, thanks again for, for this. I think a lot of people will get a lot out of it. All right. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. Thanks for listening, and please check out stanway.org, that's S-T-A-N-W-A-Y dot org, to learn more about how we're applying artificial intelligence to Christianity.